0: Hi, this is Pastor Jack C. and this is Living With Purpose. I'm glad you joined us today. Take a moment and share this video or like it. Subscribe to our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Really the best way to find about West Houston Christian Center is westhoustonchristian.com. But if you're ever in the Houston area, we would love to have you for an in-person service Sunday mornings at 1030. We have youth, we have children's ministry, uh, live worship. We'd have a, a great time in the Lord and we'd love to have you on a Sunday morning. So, we're continuing our study on the devil wanting the high ground. You know, last week we talked about, you know, in the military that whoever has the high ground really is the one that rules the area. Uh, You know, we go back in ancient history and we look at all these old castles and fortresses and strongholds, and they were all put in places or built in such a way that it gave them the high ground in every area. There were so many advantages to having the high ground and so we found that in our life today that even the enemy the devil he's still trying to get the high ground And while he can't come in the flesh and take our lives away from us what he wants to do is he wants to have the high ground he wants to have the high places in the way that we think he wants his thoughts his imaginations he doesn't care what you think about he doesn't care what you're into as long as it's not about god he believe me since the beginning of time what we found out is that even when we go and we look at history that these high places even in the bible even in the book of kings these were the places of worship the enemy has always been about worship he's always want to be worshiped he's always wanted just the praise of men, the praise of people, but you know, God sits on the throne and uh, when he went up against God, we found out what happens. Let's go back, I wanna read you a scripture that we started with last week and this was in Genesis chapter 3, 14. And this is why the enemy has always coveted the high ground. It says, so the Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are more cursed than the cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you shall go, and you shall eat the dust all the days of your life." Remember what we said last week, that because the the enemy was upright at one time, when God cursed him, he was put lower, he was put on his belly, so that now the enemy is always looking up at you. That for a prideful being is the worst type of punishment you could ever have. He was always put in a place of being lower, and he's always looking up. Well, in order for him to do that, in order for him to level, he wants to now uh, congregate. He wants to fill the high places. And the only way that he can do that, he can't do it in heaven, and he can't do it in our physical body, but he can do it in our soulish realm. He wants to have the high places in the way that we think. He wants idols. He wants foreign gods. He wants all these things to captivate us. He wants all of our imaginations, all of those thoughts to be filled with earthly, sensual types of things so that it will always produce carnal thinking. You know, we talked about two or three weeks ago that all all carnal thinking leads to death, and that's ultimately what the enemy wants for you but when we think spiritually, when we become, when we take God's word and God's thoughts, renew our minds with them, then all of a sudden we begin to think like God. Um, All of a sudden we begin to, I mean, the peace of God, the joy of God, all the great things that happen come when we take his word, renew our minds, but we have to make God. God has to be on the throne. God is the one in heaven. God is the one that deserves all of our praise. God is the one who pay the ultimate price for you. You gotta remember this, the devil did nothing for you. The devil never gave anything for you. The devil never sacrificed anything for you. The enemy has done nothing for you. God has done everything. God gave of his only son, Jesus Christ, to come in flesh, to walk in this earth, to be crucified, dead, and buried for you. No one else has ever done that, only God. So I wanna give you another scripture. Let's go to the book of Isaiah. Let's go to the book of Isaiah and we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 14 and we're going to read verses 12 through 15, 12 through 15 from Isaiah. It says, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning, how you are cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. I want you to notice some of the words that are used in that verse to describe Lucifer. Ascend, assault, exalt, excuse me, above, to sit upon the mount, to ascend above the heights, I will make myself like the most high. The enemy from the very beginning has always wanted God's place. He's always wanted that high place of power, of rulership, and of worship. And I want you to even notice that when the enemy, when Jesus went into the wilderness and he was tempted 40 days and 40 nights, the Bible says, There weren't just the three temptations. Jesus was getting tempted every day during those 40 days or 40 nights. But when Jesus was offered all the kingdoms of the world, all Jesus had to do in order for Satan to give him all the kingdoms, all the riches was what? Bow down and worship him. The devil has always wanted worship. He's always wanted God's place in a place of worship. And so if he can occupy a high place in my mind, if he can occupy my thoughts, if he can captivate my thinking, if he can get me addicted to something or something along those lines, then all of a sudden it becomes idol worship and I begin to worship those things. Well, well, I'm I'm a 21st century man, I don't worship idols. Um, Whatever you give your time, your talent, and your treasury to, that is what you worship. Wherever you're spending your money, whatever you're giving the majority of your time and whatever's occupying the majority of your thought life you are giving it worship you are giving it the very best thing that you have and that is your time and your attention so maybe we're not standing out in fields uh, you know holding hands and dancing around uh, an object you know in some sort of pagan cult but what i'm giving my mind to what i am watching you know This all goes back to Proverbs chapter four, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. That's why I have to be so wise what I'm letting into my heart, what I'm seeing, what I'm saying and what I'm hearing because those things are forming whom I am. And so I wanna make sure that I'm just allowing in the good. And when I mean good, I mean the God. I'm allowing in what God says about me. I'm allowing his word in. I'm worshiping God. I'm praising, I worship is such a powerful thing. Worship can take us to the next level, even in a church service. The, the, the worship can just open up the lid and let the, the presence of God just pour out so much more strongly. That's why the devil wants it. The devil wants our worship. I want you to look at for me at Ezekiel chapter 28. Ezekiel chapter 28. And let's see. Let's begin in verse... Uh, I tell you what, we're going to start in verse 14, actually let's start in verse 13 and then this is talking once again, this is a a parallel, it's talking about a king, but many times it's been attributed that this was a description of Satan before he fell uh, from earth, before he was kicked out of heaven. It says, uh, you were the seal of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty you were in eden the garden of god every precious stone was your covering the sardis topaz and diamond beryl onyx and jasper sapphire turquoise and emerald with gold the workmanship of your timbrels and pipes were as prepared for you on the day you were created you were the anointed cherub who covers i established you you were on the holy mountain of god you walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created until iniquity was found in you. Verse 16 By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within, and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. And here we go. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. What happened to the enemy was that all of a sudden, he took his eyes and took his worship off God. He looked in the mirror a little too much, and all of a sudden, he took his eyes off of God, and he put his eyes on him, himself. And the minute he put his eyes on himself, all of a sudden he started getting these high-minded thoughts. I want to show you where this comes from and how easy it is for this to happen. The minute that I take my eyes off of God, when I take my the promises of God, when I take when I quit going to church, when I quit giving, when I quit helping, when I quit doing all these things, what I'm really saying is I'm taking my eyes off of God and I'm putting my eyes on myself. You know, one of the, the triggers for end times is that men will be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. And the way that we become lovers of ourselves is that we take our eyes, I, I, I become self, everything about self-preservation. Everything's about me. If I love me more than I love you, then I'll kill you to take what you have and it won't bother me a bit because I love me more than I love you. Conversely, in the kingdom of God, because God loves me and I love you. See, I wanna I want to live to give to you. I don't wanna get from you, I wanna give to you. But when I take my eyes off of God, I put them in the mirror, I look at myself, and all of a sudden I become bigger in my own eyes than I really am. Now all of a sudden, I'm gonna start acting in this way. I'm gonna start exalting myself. This is crazy, but even in the dog world, if you get a group of dogs together, you will find one dog that will get up on a piece of furniture or try up and get higher than the other dogs because it is trying to alpha. It is saying, I am the one that's in charge here. I am the alpha. I'm the number one. The devil tries to do that to us every day. But in our thinking, the devil always is wanting to get up higher and say, you know, Hey, COVID it's going to be around forever. And so I'm going to, Alpha, I'm going to get on top. I'm going to make sure that that's the preeminent thought that you're having today. Well, what's the Bible say? Isaiah 53 is pretty clear. Surely our griefs he bore and our sorrows he carried, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement for my peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were. I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that even before COVID, we were healed. I want you to know that God got on top of that before it ever even happened and he's already given us the way through his blood, through his word, through faith that we don't have to walk in fear or be high-minded that someday COVID's going to get me. We don't have, listen, one of the greatest scriptures in the Bible, God has not given me a spirit of fear but of power and of love, and here's the best part, of a sound and well-balanced mind. The way to have a sound and well-balanced mind is to believe more of what God says, to be more in tune with what His Word says, to be more in tune of what's happening in the Bible than I am with what's happening. There are always going to be circumstances. Listen to me. The world is always going to be ending. There's always going to be the next thing that the enemy tries to throw at us. And all its intent is to do is to distract us from our job. Our job right now is to get as many people saved as we can. Jesus is coming back and he's coming back soon. And it's our job. It's the church's job right now. The harvest is white. This is our time to strike. But well, COVID, we can't go out there. We can't get around people, you know. Why do you think that that was even put in place? It's to separate people. And so I just wanna encourage you. God has not given you a spirit of fear. It didn't say that he gave you a spirit of stupidity. We wanna walk in wisdom. There's a, there's, you, you don't have to walk in faith. It means you still walk with wisdom. And I'm not telling you to do something that's not wise, but I am saying, let's put God's thoughts first. God's thoughts first always win. And so, as you can tell, that the enemy, because of taking his eyes off of God and his worship and putting him on himself, that it cost him everything and that he was laid low. Um, I have to ask myself, the enemy is a sole enemy. He does not care if you're saved. He wants to rule from the high ground of your mind, from your will and your emotions. And as we're finishing today, I just need to ask you this. Is there an area in your life where you feel like you are fighting uphill? Um, Is there a stronghold of lust or of unforgiveness, of pride that can have an advantage over you right now? Is your thought life easily led astray? When I'm talking about always fighting an uphill battle, that means the enemy has the high ground in that area. We should always be fighting from a place of an advantage. We should always have the high ground in Christ. See, we are seated together with him in heavenly places. We already have the high ground. We just have to take advantage of our advantage. See, we're not fighting from the low ground. We want to fight from the high ground. The enemy wants to make you think, that this is a long battle and it's never going to end and, and, and you're going to slug it out. And if you ever do get there, you're going to be so tired, you won't get to enjoy it. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Well, hey, we're out of time today, but uh, we're going to be back next week. Please join us uh, for a service in, at West Houston Christian Center. Uh, we've got something for you, uh, for your kids. We want to be a blessing to you. Share these broadcasts so that they're a blessing to others. Jesus is Lord.
1: Hey, brother Steve! What a what a great teaching, Pastor is uh, is teaching on the uh, purpose-filled life, and I just like it when we read the word and we find out we have an enemy, and uh, old Satan. Even beginning in in Genesis, he didn't like God, and uh, this is interesting that as Jack said, he walked upright and he was very, he was very beautiful. He was mm-hmm. a handsome dude, but then God put him on his belly. And and the, the theory kind of started that we we are in a higher position. We're the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. God, that's how God made us. Mm-hmm. And Satan has always
2: wanted that high place. But God put him under a heel, right? Under the that. heel, yeah. yeah. On your belly. But he's always wanting to climb back up to the high place. And he wants to be the main source of our attention.
1: And that's in our minds, isn't it? Isn't that mm. what Jack has been saying? Right. If he can gain control of our minds, and I, I don't know why this came to me as we're listening to that. In high school, we're like I'm like 15 years old, real small school, like Hamilton, right. Eagle Lake and Hamilton. Yeah. Anyway, we played basketball at a tournament against Deer Park. Deer Park came rolling in in this <laughs> bus with a deer on the side, and. When these guys got off the bus, they all had matching shoes, matching shorts. Ma- I mean, they, they just looked awesome. And there we are with T-shirts mm. and tennis shoes, and we're mm-hmm. gonna play this. Well, in my mind, we are lost. They look like giants.
2: Oh, there's no way. But our coach,
1: I remember our coach saying, hey, it's a piece of cake. Y'all, you guys are better than them. I, you, you, we're gonna whip these guys. We're gonna beat these guys. I thought, what he did was, he took us he took me mm-hmm. from being defeated because of the way they looked he took me to a higher place right and we played the tournament and we beat them we beat them soundly mm-hmm. and so that we got we we need to operate from the higher place
2: right when he talked about the higher place for me it, it reminded me of uh, of D day because I've seen movies you know and and up on the hill of these cliffs there were the the enemy and they were just shooting all these people down the uh, on the beach trying to trying to get in there when the soldiers were coming up. And there weren't a lot of them. They didn't mm-hmm. have a big power. Mm-hmm. It was just a few, but they had a high advantage. Amen. And so everybody else was, uh, you know, they were in a, in a weaker position. And so I think that's what pastors keeps talking to us about is we have to get ourselves into a stronger that's position. And the only good. way to do that is through the Word. Because if it's back to what we talked about last week about it just being our opinions, well, oh. that's a very weak position. If it's Steve's opinion on this, I might convince you know one person, but when when uh, you know the rubber meets the road, I got nothing to stand on that's because good. my opinion is no good compared to God's word. Oh,
1: you know, uh, we were blessed to go to the cliffs of Dover, mm. and that's a perfect example. High and when you're trying to come in below, I mean, we just throw rocks on you. But we're operating from, a, but it was so interesting is, and I copied it down, we fight from the high place. That's, that's and, and we fight not carnally, but we, we fight with God's word. And we win, that's, what, that's what's exciting is we win. He loses, but if he can get our mind to think that we're not where we are, that God has raised us to a better place. It's it's exciting. These 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 living with purpose things are awesome.
2: Yeah, you know, he said something that um, I jotted down. If there's an area that you feel like you're fighting uphill, uh-huh. so in your life, and we've you know we've talked about from time to time as uh, as individuals, maybe it's uh, drugs, maybe it's smoking, maybe it's drinking, maybe it's whatever that thing is. Uh, in your life, there are certain things that you go, if someone tempted me with drugs, I would say, no, thank you. It's not a, it's not an issue. Right? Never had an issue with it, never planned to. But then it's something else that Satan knows this is something that you struggle with. There you go. And he puts that in there, and suddenly you're, you're the guy on the beach trying to make it uphill. That's and great. in other parts of your life you don't struggle so much, but That's he good. has been around you enough to know the parts that you struggle with. And so he'll put that thing in there that frustrates you, right? That's great. Well, that's, that's what we're learning. Yeah. Thank you, Lord.
0: Hey, we're so glad you joined us today. Man, if this was encouraging to you, if this was a blessing to you, man, comment below and let us know. And also, if there's a topic, if there's a subject, if there's something that you'd like us to talk about, put that in there too, man. You can like the channel, subscribe to the channel. We're putting out content on a regular basis, man. There's lots more where this came from. But most importantly, we wanna know that we've been a blessing to you today and that you know that you're loved and that Jesus is Lord.